Today on Home Care Heroes, we have Tim Rowan. He's a 30-year veteran of the home care industry and publishes Home Care Technology Report. He has a lot to share. Welcome to the Home Care Heroes podcast, featuring trending topics and practical wisdom for success in home care. Here's your host, Ken Accardi. Well, hey, welcome back to Home Care Heroes, everybody. I have a fantastic guest today. His name is Tim Rowan. And Tim, I've known since I joined the industry, which was only almost 10 years ago. And Tim publishes religiously something called Home Care Tech Report. And he is really, I mean, considered by everybody I know to be the guru on technology in the home care industry. And so welcome, Tim. Thank you very much, Ken. I'm really happy to be here with you. Well, it's a thrill to have you. I uh, was thinking that Home Care Heroes is about recruiting and retaining caregivers and loving our caregivers and that type of thing. So I thought we might start there about what uh, is going on with technology having to do with recruiting and retention. I know that one thing you mentioned before we started was about the website and, you know, an online reputation. And is that something that you could you know, let us know what's going on in that area and, and some things that are important for agency owners to know about their online reputation? Yeah, sure thing. I hope that everybody understands that, that with the title of your series, I'm not the hero here, but it's the caregivers um, and, and the nurses and the rest uh, who are on the front lines and, and how much I respect and honor what they do. Um, one of the things that I have learned for about the past four years is that Competition is has become a pretty serious thing, especially in the, the private duty side, the, the Medicaid side. Me- Medicare is a little different because of the physician referral, but competition, the non-medical and, and the Medicaid side of the industry uh, has become pretty severe. And, and I'm probably not saying anything that you don't already know, but when somebody is in need of in-home services, it's not usually the 70, 80, 90-year-old person who's going through the yellow pages and finding somebody to call to look for help, right? Um, it's that stereotypical adult daughter who lives 500 to 2,000 miles away. And they don't look at the yellow page. If they don't live in town, they don't have your yellow pages. And so they go online. They, they know what they're looking for in home care services but they don't know who they're looking for. And so they might Google, right? Uh, Home care in Sioux Falls, South Dakota or or whatever. And they'll get a list of several home care agencies. And now they're they're thinking, now what do I do? I I don't know which one is gonna be the best one for mom. So what these people do, these people in their 40s, 50s, and sometimes 60s who are shopping for their parents, they read the reviews. They find you on Google. They look for how many Google review stars you have. And they don't just call you because they see you've got a lot, you've got four and a half, five stars. They still click in and read the reviews. Problem in home care is that most people don't pay attention to that. Most most home care agency operators have done a lot of work with their website and SEO. But this this review thing is in the arena that we call local SEO. And in that, the reviews are aimed at people who are looking for something in the neighborhood. Pizza parlors, mm-hmm. restaurants, barbers. You want somebody in within walking distance to your house, right? But home care 
um, you you are somebody 500, 600 miles away trying to find something for mom. You don't know one from the other. So if you don't pay attention to your online reputation, you will not likely get that phone call from the faraway adult daughter. They will read the reviews. They'll pick the one that uh, everybody is the happiest with, and and they will call that. And now, the way this works is, if you go to Google and you type in home care in your city, you're going to get three results. Just the top three, and and how to get into the top three is a number of different ways in the Google algorithm, but positive reviews are one of the most important ones. And then under those three there's a button that says more businesses. Nobody ever clicks on that. <laughs> right. So well, let me, the uh, goal for, to get up there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, just let's like recap a couple of things. So first of all, this local search is very important. And as you, especially if you're a smaller agency, you put up your website, it's going to be really hard to find your way to the first page of Google on your own. But there is this magical thing called Google My Business which you can go and sign up your business for for free. And you could then, uh, you know, Google is going to do some things to verify you and say, oh, these guys, you know, bona fide. I, I see that they actually do provide uh, home care in Wellesley, Massachusetts. And once you are bona fide with them, then you could specify your geographies that you cover. And then, like, as I said, you know, you're not going to maybe make it on your own to that first page in the Google search. But Google has that top of the page. And it, when they see near me or in Wellesley, Massachusetts or, or Sioux Falls, they're going to jump immediately to that display that's going to give you the map with the top three. And, and then they're going to use those online reviews to determine as one of the big things, you know, who's going to make the top three. So, yeah, and that, that's a, just I just want to recap those things. But, yeah, take it from there, Tim. Yeah, the, the, the Google My Business system, the Google My Business page system is a blessing and a curse because you don't build it. You don't ask for it. You don't tell Google, hey, please give me a Google My Business page. They just do it. If they find you and they create a Google My Business page for you, and if you've never looked at it, never claimed it and customized it, put in your phone number and your hours and a link to your website, people can still leave reviews there even though you've never even looked at the page and you wouldn't, if there's negative reviews and, and you don't pay attention to your Google, my business page, it's still there and, and it can help or hurt you. Right. Okay. And now let's say that we wanted it to help us. Right. So now we, we've gone there, we found and maybe claimed our Google, my business listing. We put our picture there. We put a, a link to the website. We put our hours and we have, let's say clients who love us. What, are some things that an agency could do to try to get those positive reviews? Well, the first thing you do is you ask for them, but you're gonna be careful to only ask of certain people, right? Google doesn't like it when you filter reviews, they like it to be random, but still you can say to someone, someone who has given you a compliment, you can say something like, thank you so much for saying that. Listen, could you do me a favor? We get all this extra credit if, you could repeat what you just said on, and we can put it online where other people can hear what you think of us. You, you kind of ask it gently like that of someone you already know is happy. And then the reviews begin to accumulate. 
And the advantage of that is if you ever do get a negative one, and it happens, mm -hmm. you can bury it. So you can't you can't get Google to take it down. They won't do that and unless something odd happens, like somebody wrote a review of the wrong company. Mm -hmm. But you can outnumber it 10 to 1, 20 to 1, 100 to 1, and then it kind of disappears and your your star rating goes up into the four four point high numbers and have the likelihood that people will read the positive reviews then. People don't instinctively seek out your Google business page and write a review, usually unless they're upset. And so you have to ask the happy customers to do it for you. So Tim, you know, at the end of this, we're going to swing back and we're going to talk about some services that you offer that might be able to help in these areas. But I wanted to cover a couple other topics with you. So let me uh, shift gears on you for a moment. I, I read a really interesting article on Home Care Tech Report a few weeks ago about a company that is having a, a real positive impact on choosing caregivers who will come to your company and stick with your company. And the technology sounds like artificial intelligence and it's amazing. Could you tell the audience a little bit more about what you've heard there? Yeah, you're talking about the product review I did in my January 6th edition. The company is called Millimatch. Millie comes from the French word for thousand and, and match comes from the idea that they help you to find a new hire who is right for your company. Um, I, best way to explain it, I found, is, is to ask agency owners, have you ever had the problem of hiring somebody and then putting them through orientation and training and then they never take the first shift? They disappear. The estimates I have heard is that costs $4,500 and up when, when you go through that whole process. So what these people have done is they've leveraged a technology called applied cognitive linguistics. Mm -hmm. And they've patented a, a procedure whereby they can come up with a list of five or six questions that the candidate who's applying to your job, to your company online, has to answer in written text. They, they suggest two or three sentences, at least. Some people write a lot if they're inspired by a particular question. You know, they'll ask a question like, when in your life have you been a caregiver? And they'll talk about their grandmother and things like that. But what the, what the, uh, the technology does is it actually analyzes the words they choose to use. Granted, I don't claim to understand it, but I have seen the results. They've done a number of pilots across the country. And in these home care agencies, mostly private duty home care agencies, they have reduced bad hires by 20, 30, 40%. And if it does cost 4,500 each time, it saves uh, a fortune. So I'm really high on this new technology. I've met the people. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're really smart people. The um, the technology is based on some long-time respected science, and they have patented the procedure. So I'm going to be talking about it more in my newsletter and in my consulting practice. I'll be, uh, frankly, I'll, I'll be recommending it to yeah, agencies. Yeah, it sounded. I think in the article it said that it had been piloted in a certain number of branches of a franchise called, I believe, Comfort Care. Comfort Care, right? Right, and that they are expanding it more broadly within their company, and then Millie Match, the company you mentioned, is going to make it more broadly available to other agencies as well. So that that does sound like a real breakthrough 
Fantastic. All right. Hey, let me uh, let me shift over to a subject that has long time been near and dear to your heart, which is telehealth. And we make software for home care. And we've actually integrated telehealth, so screen sharing, kind of like uh, FaceTime or WhatsApp, but in a secure and HIPAA compliant way into our caregiver app. So that, say, that supervisory nurse, you know, wants to understand a little bit better what that wound looks like on Mrs. Johnson, they could see that. Or uh, more importantly, I mean, just kind of picking up on this idea of, you know, you have, let's say, using Millimatch, you found this great caregiver they've gotten on board, but this is their first time being a caregiver, and they're experiencing things that you know, they heard about in training, but now they're experiencing them for the first time. And, you know, with COVID, we're probably not doing as many on-site visits uh, and that type of thing. So we've added, you know, telehealth to our caregiver app and and we're starting to see some adoption of that. But you were telling me that you're seeing uh, telehealth is is kind of shifting a little bit and it's it's a little bit less medical and a little bit more toward the family and things like that. So tell me, like, what, you know, what are you seeing in telehealth in 2021? Well, this is an evolution but it's not the first one of the whole remote patient monitoring arena. Um, the first telehealth system that I saw, I was still working for a home health agency in Colorado. I think it was 1995 when I saw this this big desktop two-way video system. And I thought, oh, this is, this is going to change home care. And then CMS decided not to uh, support it and reimburse for it, and it kind of floundered, and um, and and then they, it got smaller. You have to you have to remember when I when I started in in home care in 1993, um, we were excited about going from the 15 pound laptops to a Palm Pilot. Okay, <laughs> and what's happening today? I think there's a confluence of different technologies that can be all wrapped up into a single device or a, a software only device agnostic system. So, you know, I've, I've, I've seen all the changes. I, I, I've seen the advanced weight scales and Bluetooth coming in and um, people creating software that runs on a tablet and they don't care whose blood pressure cuff you use, they'll all work. And it's, it's gone from where you have to buy a bunch of equipment equipment to you just have to buy a bunch of pieces and maybe let the customer buy them and then you just support them. So but what I've seen happening recently, and you know, people call me when they've got a new technology that they want me to write about. So I've been I, I can kind of get a feel for the trends. And the most recent trend that is kind of exploding is not only remote patient monitoring, not only telehealth, but I would describe it as patient communication. I'm talking about usually a handheld, usually maybe just a cell phone app. And through it, you can create a team of patients, family, physician, specialists, home care nurse, home care aide, home care uh, therapist, and private duty. They can all come into the same team. When the, if the patient has to temporarily go to a nursing home or to a hospital and back, those can be included. And what happens on the device is you can create custom groups. So you might have a group of everybody who's ever touched the patient. You send out a secure text message or, you know, like the Marco Polo app, you hold it up and send a secure video message and everybody can see it. 
Or you can say, oh, this is medical. This is life-threatening. Let's exclude the family until we know what's going on. So you create a group of just the caregivers and you communicate. But within that, the patient gets the benefit of all the other things. The visit reminders, the doctor reminders, the medication reminders, communication with family. Um, some of them just use it to participate remotely in a kid's birthday, a grandkid's birthday. So you know how everybody's been talking about since the COVID isolation, a lot of the elderly people are suffering from loneliness and depression. This is an aspect of telehealth, an aspect of remote patient monitoring that gets into the social determinants of health arena and keeps them from being as lonely. What I've described is kind of a compilation of several of the different tools I've seen. But recently, just in the last year, I bet I've talked to almost a dozen companies that are offering something like this. Very interesting. I think that's going to be an important trend, the concept it takes a village. And then if you if you can empower the support circle around you know, this loved one. So let's say it's more your family support and your family and friends support, or it's more your your care team on the medical side, or maybe like you said, there's the super group that has both. And then the subgroups that are a little bit more specialized within that, 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 that really becomes a very powerful way of looking at uh, the social determinants of health and combating social isolation and, and a lot of things. So I think that that probably is a really, really important trend of you know, what we should expect next in, you know, communication around, I don't want to say our patients, because usually in non-medical care, we call them our clients or our loved ones, but, but that's a really, really great trend. All right, well, listen, and, Tim, and like we, go ahead. You know, can, can just real quickly, like we talked about before, those adult children rarely live nearby. And so when they're incorporated in these virtual conversations, then you get far fewer phone calls to the office from hundreds of people every day saying, hey, can you tell me how mom's doing? Because they know. And, and then to get back to your first question, then you can add on the Bluetooth vital sign devices into the same app. And then now it becomes telehealth. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. That's really great. Um, so listen, Tim, I mean, you're such a wealth of knowledge and information. So thank you for that. I mean, just to recap today, we've talked about your online reputation, Google My Business. We went from there to a great new technology that sounds like it's emerging for helping you screen your caregiver applicants just by looking at the natural language of what they've written in response to some questions. We talked about family coordination, support circles, telehealth, all these different types of things. So, so Tim, I can't imagine that the people who are listening to Home Care Heroes don't know who you are or how to get in touch with you, but just in case they don't, how could they engage with you and, and kind of share in some of the knowledge that you share with the world? Well, of course, the easiest way is to subscribe for free to my weekly newsletter. And you can do that right at homecaretechreport.com. And there's a free subscription button there. There's also a search feature. I've never thrown away an article I've written since I went electronic in 2005. <laughs> so if you use the, the search feature and there's a topic you want to look into, you can find it going all the way back. My contact information is always available within the, the newsletter. The other thing that I offer is another free service to the industry called the Home Care uh, Technology Buyer's Guide. And with this, people who are shopping for software can use the tool to describe exactly the kind of technology they're looking for. And the algorithm within the database will come back and give them a short list of company names that fit what they're looking for. 
and then they can click on the company name and do a little research on them and go to their website and and contact them if they want to, or the guide can contact them for you if there's a, a system where it automatically sends out RFP type emails. That's all free to the user too. Fantastic. Okay, so let me just recap all that. So it's homecaretechreport.com. So it's all one word, homecaretechreport. And your contact information is there. Don't forget that when you get there, you could search. So if you're interested in a certain type of technology or a certain uh, anything that is there in the archive, you can search for it. And then there's the Home Care Tech Buyer's Guide that you can find out about from there as well. And to get in touch with Tim, I mean, really the best way is to, you know, don't just call him right away. I mean, like start by start by getting the guide and, you know, kind of reading up and, and getting used to, you know, seeing that flow and, and kind of seeing what the trends are in the industry. And if you do need help from Tim, he's a fantastic guy. And I'm really thankful, Tim, for having you on Home Care Heroes today. The way to find the guide is uh, a little bit different. It's homecaretechnology.info. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, how you, that's how you find that. And if you forget all of that, I have kind of a master website that gives you links to all the things I do. And that's at rowanresources.com. Okay, great. So I'll just um, make sure I have all of those, as you said, in the notes of the podcasts, wherever they pick it up to hear it. Uh, so I'll make sure that it's in the notes. But we have homecaretechreport.com. We ho- have homecaretechnology.info is where the buyer's guide is. And then rowanresources.com is where they can find out all about you. And I'll make sure that all of those are listed in there. All right. Well, with that, Tim, thank you so much for taking time with us today. And uh, we look forward to catching up soon. Thanks very much for having me, Ken. And thank you for all you do for the industry, too. Thanks for joining us today on the Home Care Heroes podcast. Home Care Heroes is produced by Ancoda, the software for the heroes of home care. You can listen to back episodes by visiting forhomecareheroes.com. That's the number four, then the words homecareheroes.com.